Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is uh, episode 118 for the week of March 15th, 2020, because today is March 15th. We're, it's Sunday. We're on time. Yes. We're here, and we're live over on twitch.tv slash HCS Pro Talk as well. Welcome, everybody who's tuning into the live show. Happy to have you. My name is Josh, a.k.a. Uh, JK Fire has always said your name. Wow, today's already off to a great start. I'm joined forever and always by the man in the Call of Duty launch weekend sweatshirt. Will, aka I Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Sunday now afternoon? Doing fine, man. How are you? Tired. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, I almost just said your name in place of mine. I'm fucking exhausted. That's okay. It's all good. Today's gonna be a great day. We're gonna talk about some good stuff, but also some bad stuff on the show. So just to give everybody a heads up, uh, this show is probably going to be a little bit shorter than normal because not a lot's been happening, but not in the sense that there's been a lot that's been happening, but not in a good sense, you know? So we're going to be talking about that very shortly, but without further ado, uh, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this episode? Yes. What do we got? So I already basically hinted at it, but we're going to talk about events that are being canceled and postponed due to the coronavirus, and then we're also going to talk about information on the next Halo MCC PC flight, because that information did come out. So we do have a little bit of sprinkling of some good Halo news to talk about later on in the show. But without further ado, let's start it off with COD, another game zone. Watch. Cha-cha. Chica-chica. <laughs> so, um... First up, the Call of Duty League, among others, they're going online only. So this is a statement by the CDL, and then every other league had basically put out their own statement as well. But we're going to focus on CDLs right now, and then we'll talk about the other leagues briefly about postponing, canceling, so on and so forth. So the Call of Duty League, here's their statement. Quote, the health and safety of employees, fans, players, teams, and partners is paramount to Activision Blizzard esports. We are continuing to closely monitor COVID-19, the coronavirus, city-level recommendations and mandates, and all other guidelines set forth by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. After careful review and working in close collaboration with our teams, we are shifting all currently scheduled 2020 Call of Duty League live events to online-only competition, effective immediately. For details on previously ticketed events, please visit host team websites and follow their social channels. The new online-only matches will be broadcast live to fans. Dates will be announced shortly, along with tune-in details. Call of Duty League has been have seen firsthand the power of our live events in our inaugural season and will return to city-based competition in front of live audiences as soon as it's safe and logistically possible. In the interim, Call of Duty League is confident it will continue to deliver fans what they want, which is amazing competition between the best players competing at the highest level for the right to be uh, considered the greatest team on earth. End quote. So, I'll give people a heads up. Um, at least this is for the Minnesota Rocker. I imagine it's going to be for the other ones as well. But if you've purchased tickets, you're going to get a refund. It's it's as simple as that. If you purchase season tickets, on the other hand, you will get a refund for the event that has not taken place if an event hasn't taken place yet for your location. So, just keep that in mind. Get in touch with people so on and so forth. Also, 
Silas and Shane, what's up? Welcome, guys. Thanks for tuning in. So there you go. Call of Duty League moving to fully online. From that statement, it sounds like the rest of the season. So, big announcement. That's huge. Uh, but it didn't stop there because other leagues made the same announcements, basically. These include, but are not limited to, because I imagine more announcements we made, and I imagine I missed some. So, the LCS, which is League of Legends. We have the LEC, which is European League of Legends. EA, which includes Apex Legends, Madden, and FIFA. Blizzard for the Overwatch League. And ESL for Dota 2 and CSGO. And Magic the Gathering live events. All of those have either been postponed, canceled, or moving to an online format. So, this shit's no joke, basically. But it also didn't stop there. So we are an esports podcast. We talk about esports, right? That's typical. We, we mainly talk about Halo. That's the basis of the show. But it didn't, it didn't stop there. So... Will, I'm guaranteed you're fully aware of all the of all the the I can we consider esports a sport, but like the traditional sports that we know of, right? You've heard about all these postponings and cancelings, correct? Okay. Oh, yeah. So for those at home who don't not who do not know, currently, again, this is not limited to, but from what I'm aware of, we have the NBA season got postponed. March Madness got canceled for the NCAA. The MLB home opener got pushed two weeks at this point in time. Because that season technically starts a little bit later. Um, the MLS, which is the United States uh, Soccer League, uh, they've postponed everything indefinitely. NHL have posted uh, have postponed their stuff indefinitely, right? And then I think there's another one I'm missing in there. Oh, NASCAR, they stated that they are going to do their next two races, but fans are not allowed. So there's no live spectators, only the racers. And yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah, a lot of these, the sports, the live events, they're all being canceled because it's easily, the COVID-19 is easily transmitted through large groups. Yep. So they're trying to avoid any sort of gathering of a large amount of people together, just avoid it in, in uh in whole, I guess. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Also, what's up, uh, Justin and Scud? Welcome, guys, as well. Hope you all are having a great time. See a little bit of conversation happening with Halo CE on PC. And then Justin states, NHL got canceled, and then two days later, Canada's close to a vaccine. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> uh, I did see that trending on Twitter. I thought that was pretty funny as well. Um, but yeah, so we, we we talked about this last week. We're gonna. I'm just going to say this one more time. We are not health professionals. Um we do understand the severity of this virus that is going out. So stay safe. Don't fucking go out and buy a shit ton of toilet paper. If you don't need it, don't be that person and don't do the same thing for hand sanitizer or anything in general. Just buy what you need. Sure. Have a little bit of something that can be held for like a month or so. You never know what could happen. It could get worse. It could get better, but allow other people to get the necessities that they need as well. And then wash your hands. It's as simple as that. Hot soapy water. 20 seconds. Good to go. It's like they've been telling us to do that for a while, though. It's, been, it's like, like they've been telling us to do that our whole lives. Yeah. You know? But it's like, now it's important. 
now we should be doing it for sure. Just kidding. Absolutely be washing your hands, do all that stuff. Um, We're going to talk more about the coronavirus and event cancellations later on within the show because in the Reflection Corner, we have it arguably the biggest one for our space to talk about still. Um, and then the other thing I'm going to say is, so I said there would be a topic this week. I never posted a topic basically because all these things have been happening with the coronavirus and all the event cancellations. It's, I couldn't really think of something to talk about that was strictly halo related. So I kind of wanted to put an emphasis on this because it is a global pandemic at this point in time. And it's a big topic to talk about. Um, all right, and then the last piece we're gonna we're gonna switch to something a little bit positive here. The last piece of Cod Another Games Watch, Counter Strike continues to break personal records. This is by Slasher over on Twitter. He, he states, Counter Strike just hit one million concurrent players for the first time in the history of the game, spanning over twenty years. CS is more popular than it has ever been. CS will never die. So that's insane. Like. And, and they, they already just came out and said that their um, ESL's major in L.A. got canceled straight up. And th- this game is still just doing gangbusters online. It's insane. I'm curious at what the ratio of people who are playing CS right now in preparation for Valorant. You know what I mean? Ooh, like people, good point. people getting back on to warm up their shots, get that kind of movement and that, that crosshair placement back on point before the new game releases. It's a good idea. I like that. That's actually great. That's a great, great, great point. Um, and then also, so Justin states, I'm grabbing one extra bag of dog food today, but that's just because I have two dogs and they eat so much so fast. Understandable. Understandable. Um, all right. That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. Will, it's time for some competitive news. So first and foremost, speaking about cancellations, GT Halo announces event cancellations. It's by GT Halo. They state, sadly, due to ongoing concerns as well as Microsoft stores shutting down events for the time being, we will have to cancel tomorrow's Schoolyard Halo. I know you were all looking forward to it, so we're looking into alternative options to host a Schoolyard-style event online. Fantastic. I hope that comes to fruition. Then, Halo Gamepedia Wiki adds a new mod. This is by Moses on Twitter, and I quote, I'm happy to announce that the fine folks at Halo Gamepedia have entrusted me with mod status, and I'll be spearheading the wiki's efforts going into Halo Infinite. As always, feel free to reach out if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Smiling face with a halo. The emoji. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. And then finally, Puckett is looking for gigs. This is by Puckett, of course, on Twitter. And he states, I just became a lot less busy in March and April. I wonder why. Who wants to make content? Halo, are you ready to run MCC tournaments yet? I can easily put together a broadcast team. Here you go. Yes, please. Yes, please, Will. <laughs> yeah. I want that. I know you want Puckett back. Oh, I want him back so bad. Um, I really do. Yeah, the unfortunate side of all these event cancellations, while health is the most important, you see a lot of these broadcasting talents, a lot of these production teams are out of work, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect them greatly. Hopefully, we can get through this quick. Yes. And we are up and running in no time. Yes. And believe it or not, Will, that's it for the competitive news. Because of all these cancellations and whatnot, and like this global pandemic we've just been talking about, there's not a whole lot to talk about in the competitive Halo space. Um, And there's another big event that was going to be coming up where we would have more to talk about, but 
things are going to be shifting a little bit, but that's besides the point. It's time for our upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. He has stuff on there. It's a great website. Love it. Um, also love like the, I never said this. I like the animations that he has. Like when you navigate to different parts of the page and for the tournaments and whatnot. It looks great. Check out the website. Seriously, it's fantastic. On Saturday, March 21st, we have Big Old Boss Halo 2 Classic MCC 2v2. You can check out the tweet that's included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show for more information on that. And then... On Sunday, March 22nd, we have the SWAT Nation Birthday Swatathon Halo 5 4v4. Did you find your partner yet? So, it's funny you ask that because both Justin and Scud are in chat right now. And uh, Justin said that he would, and then Scud said if Justin wasn't able to, that he would. So, I have a teammate regardless. We are signing up. You best believe that. And we're going to lose right away. So, get excited. Uh... Hey, you could get paired with some SWAT gods. We could. I, we Hopefully, Falcon and Bounder in there. That would be get, amazing. We get paired up with them, and we just steamroll through. <laughs> Choo-choo! Oh, it was toot-toot. I know. Go, the elephant. I, I get what toot, you're doing. Toot. I get what you're doing. Toot-toot! All right. There it is. There it is. Was that worthwhile? Yes. Did you like that? Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Just what that I needed on my Sunday. Perfect. It was just for you. Um... Also, you know what? I'm just going to say this because I, I like, I get it because of safety. I, I completely get it for health, safe, health and safety. The one thing I'm going to say is motherfucking Fast 9 got delayed. Yeah. A year. Yeah. And the new James Bond movie got delayed too. With Fast 9, I'm sure they're filming. Around the world. Around the world. Yeah. Oh, so- absolutely. I completely get it. It's just like. Man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I guess James Bond would probably be, depending on what landscape they're going with this time, probably filmed in a European country. Sure. So, yeah, makes sense. I say both both films, both franchises have exotic locales that they film in. So, yes. And then Justin states, Josh, you're too, too, just scared my dogs and made them bark. Mm. You're welcome. Anything I can do. Um... That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week. Will, what do we typically have next? Roster Mania! But, uh, yeah, there's no Roster Mania because nothing's going on. No big team announcements. Nothing changing in the landscape of Halo. So sorry. No <laughs> Roster Mania this week. So sorry. Um... But that doesn't mean we don't have tournaments to recap. Will, what do we got there? Yes. So, we have the Pen Halo... Halo 2, 2v2 benefit, and let's run through the placings. In 7th and 8th, we had NG Savages, which was Combinified and Nautep, and then We Like Fish Sticks, which was Morning Wood and Eprivum? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but I'd Your let guess you take is it. as good as mine. 5th uh, through 6th, we had Hero Doodle, which was Hero is Famous, and the Doodle Pop, and then Team Monarch, which was just the OG, and I'm going to go with Junior Drizzle. I can, I can accept that. I'll in, accept that. In fourth, we had Team Antimatter GG, which was Karma and Jovian. And then in third, we had Corona and Lime, which was Crimson Amarant and Coco Matias. In second place, we had Footshot, which was Smurf 1 and Smurf 2. And in first place, we had Top Guns, which was Mines and H2 Ego Killer. Did you notice with Corona and Lime? No. 
coronavirus and Lyme's disease. Oh. Because they spelt Lyme that way. Oh, I see. Yeah. I just noticed that. I was just rolling with it. Way to be topical. Fuckers. <laughs> Next up, we have the blue team tournament Halo Reach 2v2 Snipers Edition. Um, third place went to Needs and Shame. They took home 70 bucks. Second place went to Mista and Destiny. They took home $130. And we just spoke about the first place went to Falcated and Bound. They're destroying everything in they are. the Halo realm right now for online tournaments. They took home $300. So congrats to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was looking for a full bracket for that blue team tournament. I couldn't find it. Okay. And then I also reached out to them on Twitter because their their Discord link in their Twitter bio doesn't work anymore. Mm. So I bet it's the same shit that happens when like when ours breaks where you say it has an expiration date of never. And then it just But does. it just does. Yep. And it's like, what the fuck? It's completely ruins it. Whatever. But yeah. I wonder if it has something to do when Discord has to like reset their servers or refresh or there's an update. Where it could. That could break the link. It could. It very oh. well could. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for the tournament recap for the week. Awesome. Thank you very much, Will. And then that brings us to uh, the Reflection Corner. Yes, we're there already. We didn't get... We still didn't do wind chimes. Mm. Sorry, Dust. See, I have eight buttons. They're all being used currently. I'd have to remove... You have that! Oh, yeah, the stream deck. That's yeah. Right. We, could, <laughs> we could get in there. I forgot about that. You know what, Will? I need you to get us some wind chimes. Will, do you want to do something totally outlandish that we've never done on the show before? What? Can you stall for, like, no less than a minute? You want me to stall? I want you to stall for, like, less than a minute while I try to find something. I'm not good at stalling, Josh. Well, never mind. You don't have to stall anymore because I found it. See, that's... Look at that. All right. So what I'm going to do... Oh, man. I really hope that this is correct. Yeah, it is because it's a 2v2. We got this shit. All right. Shane, you asked for this. Okay? Oh, you're going through the rosters? Do you want me to, or do you want me to post it in YouTube? No, you, you do it. You sure? Yeah. Can, can I get the sound bite again, Will? For Roster Mania? We're going back in time, baby! Roster Mania! An unprecedented first time on HCS Pro Talk history here. We are going to go through the live wind chime. No, not live wind chime. Yo, what's up, Lord Rewillay? Welcome to the stream as well. So, we have the Europa Halo... 2v2 rosters that we're going to go through right now. The tournament will be taking place today. We won't have the results for you because we're recording the show right now, but we'll have the results next week. Um, along with the, the tourney times um, tournament that's going to be happening today as well. So we'll have results for that next week as well. Uh, but here are the rosters. Group one. There are a lot of rosters. Will are you ready for this shit? Yeah. In group one, um, team one, Xerthos and Penguin Core. Team two is Icon and uh, Elite Vortex. Team three is Zuh and Spenny. Team four is XXL and Lindez. Team five is Dex and Sezzed. And then team six is Jaska and Kane Highwind 99. 
Is this the type of enjoyment you get while I read? Sure. Every you know? <laughs> oh, trust me. We have six more groups to go this, through. This is great. Okay. Keep All right. Going, keep so going. group two, team one is Hollers and Flames. Team two is Shabby Dagger and Lunny. Team three is Legend and Plumbus. Team four is Sinistrale and Novokpot. Team five is Ages Pepper. And then Spirit of Killer. And then team six is Betrayski and Insetic. Okay. Group three, team one, Batchford and Sika. Team two is Snipola and Phasical. Team three is Nizuka, wait, no, Kinizuka and EU Assault. Team four is M2 Squared and Broken Prom. Team five is Illuminate and Lycaner. And team six is Joyous and Ditmas. Ditmas? Yeah. All right. D-I-T-M-A-S. Group four. Team one, Cristola and Shirzy two. Team two is Outcast and Deadeye. Team three, Savior and Telenapa. Yeah. Team four is Ferox and Alien. Team five is Kosso and Ricky. And team six is Fuck if I know because they have a bye. It says bye in all capital letters and then nobody's in the second spot. So I don't think that team exists. exists? Yeah, I don't know. Group five, team one, Shady and Legends. Team two is Fabe Speed and Kimbo. Team three is Sparky and Monstari. Team four is Les and Linden. Team five, Quick Bite and Mr. Messiah. Team six is Shifty and Swiss Roll. Yeah, like the like them uh, hostess Swiss Rolls. Swiss cake rolls? Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. Yeah, got the cream filling in the middle. I like those. Yeah, those are... <laughs> group six team one ag spa and thorough then we have team two is squashy and looney team three is manatee and jesus team four is harshly and hazy team five is ducky and cerberus and team six is nick Meister. nick meister and it's boca and then finally in group seven team one precisionite and mista Team two is Tommy the Krogan and Warlord. Team three is Mr. T and Kruppens and Strongtrocity. Team four is Desire and Turk. Team five is Barak and Era Paz. And team six is Gunhawk and Russia. Okay. So those are your Europa Halo 2v2 teams. You know, there wasn't any crazy names in there. There weren't. Nothing outlandish. <laughs> That's what happens when I get the luxury yeah, of yeah. reading through roster mania. Lucky you. Lucky me indeed. Um, all right, let's let's go through chat for for a hot second here. So Justin said, "Small dumb thing, but I really appreciate that you guys actually use your coasters. I've had coasters for years that nobody ever uses. I mean, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, you're welcome. Of course, we'd use our coasters. Otherwise, why the fuck would I buy them?" I mean, obviously, these are just like, these are like, oh, my God, look at the coasters. That's that. But no, of course, we're going to use our own coasters. Absolutely. Um, And then he also states, and bring a damn wind chime in the studio. (laughs) That's why Scud said live wind chime. Okay. I understand now. Um, uh, Shane, you did not break the show. That was just fun. I don't think we've ever done that before. We went back and back to do a segment. What's up, Dust? Welcome as well. Um, Lord Relay, thank you for the host as well. And then that 
We caught up. We're good. That's it for Roster Media this week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're on to the reflection corner. The reflection corner with yes. lack of wind chimes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want me to look up a wind chime but sound right no, now? No, no. <laughs> Will's like, we're keep, going off the rails too much. Keep this moving. Reel it back in. All right. We'll reel it back in. The reflection corner. So E3 has been officially canceled. Th- this is the big one, right? This is the one that affects like us, like the, the gaming sphere the most, kind of, right? It's like my goddamn Christmas. Are you looking at the tweet right now? No, no. So I'm going back and looking at wind chime sounds. There's a nine yeah. hour loop on YouTube for wind chimes. You got it? Just uh, I can try. Play through the microphone. Oh, gosh. Just play through the microphone. Wait, I, don't, wait, wait. This, I don't know what's going to be on this YouTube video. There might be an ad. Do you want me to play it? I have YouTube premium. I don't have ads. Oh, yeah, see, I got a freaking ad. Oh, okay, hold. Are you able to just go through the ad real quick? Like, can you skip it? Is the option to skip? We're, we are so through? off the rails right now. You know what? Justin said he wants the live wind chimes. He'll accept nothing less. We got to make it happen for the folks at home, Will. <sighs> we got to make this segment a real segment. We have live wind chimes incoming. Stay tuned. Or maybe. Oh, shit. The reflection corner. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> Scud says I'm on Will's side now. Well, that's fine because we're back to the regularly scheduled program of the oh, show. Yep. Keep going. What? What am my I phone away? I oh, okay. okay. My, my notes. So E3 officially been canceled. This is from, this is a statement from um, the ESA or like the E3 staff as well. Quote, after careful uh, consultation with our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we have made the difficult decision to cancel E3 2020, scheduled for June 9th through the 11th in Los Angeles. Following increased and overwhelming concerns about the COVID-19 virus, we felt this was the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented global situation. We are very disappointed that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters. But we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today. Our team will be reaching out directly to exhibitors and attendees with information about providing full refunds. We are also exploring options with our members to coordinate an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in June 2020. Updates will be shared on e3expo.com. We thank everyone who shared their views on reimagining E3 this year. We look forward to bringing you E3 2021 as a reimagined event that brings fans, media, and the industry together in a showcase that celebrates the global video game industry. So Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, came out with a statement. He said, E3 has always been an important member moment for Team Xbox. Given this decision, this year we'll celebrate the next generation of gaming with the Xbox community and all who love to play via an Xbox digital event. Details on timing and more in the coming weeks. Ubisoft also came out and stated, The health and well-being of teams, players, and partners is our top priority. So while we're disappointed, we fully support the ESA's decision to cancel E3 2020. E3 is and will continue to be a moment where we come together as a community and share our love of games. We're exploring other options for a digital experience that will allow us to share all the exciting news we have planned. Stay tuned for more. And then Jason Schreier of Kotaku stated, 
Most people only think of E3 as press conferences, but those will be easily replicated. The repercussions will come from the deals that don't happen, the indie pitches and biz lunches and chance meetings that can save companies. E3's cancellation could really hurt some people. So that that's everything there. Um, so I'm going to say this before we talk about the overall grand scheme of it being canceled. Um, for those, we've talked about it before. E3 is a trade show. It is not for the typical game consumer at home. That's not what E3 is meant for. What Jason Schreier talks about, that is what E3 is about. E3 is about, re- it's it's for the retailers, it's for those business meetings, it's for those decisions to be made behind closed doors. The ones that we don't see, the ones that we don't talk about. The things that we see at home are those press conferences, right? Are those new game trailers. It's like, oh my God, this is amazing. But E3 is not specifically tailored and made, excuse me, for the normal consumer of video games. It's just not, that's not what it was meant for. Um, is it something that it could lean towards later? Sure. But it's just a small facet of what we see. Okay. So E3 to me is like my Christmas of the year. Like I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday, but E3 to me is like that. You're, you're continually opening up presents over that entire week, basically. And it really, really sucks that so I'll just say this. Uh, there's a sports show that I watch slash listen to. It's in, Will, you know the name of it as well. It's Skip and Shannon Undisputed. Yes. Okay. So they they are on Fox Sports Network. They're on FS1 specifically, and it's a debate show. Um, Skip Bayless, one of the hosts, whether you like him or not like him, the thing that he said during one of the – so all – just a heads up as well – all of Fox Sports 1 original programming is now postponed as well. So like Skip and Shannon Undisputed, Colin Cowherd's The Herd, these live shows are all postponed. They're not doing it right now because of COVID-19. So the thing I want to say is, is that um, Skip Bayless during one of the recent episodes, this is on, I believe, Thursday or Friday last week, He when the NBA postponed their season, when, when that kind of shocked the world, like, oh my God, this is a, this is going to affect traditional sports as we know it, right? Mm-hmm. He came out on his show and he said that it wasn't until that happened that he realized how big of a significance this is. I think that E3 being canceled is going to be that to other people as well. Because it if like if, if traditional sports get canceled or postponed, there are a lot of people in the world who don't care about traditional sports. Right, so they might look at it as, "Oh, that's really weird." Okay, but as soon as as it affects something that is close to them, then it drives the point home that this is actually a really serious matter. Obviously, we've known that this is a really serious matter for a long time, but E three getting canceled now that it's really hit the video game scene, the developers, the publishers, the marketing groups, everybody. The retailers, everybody. So, like, this is a big fucking deal. So, this is why I want to take the reflection corner to talk about E3 getting canceled, the bigger grand scheme of it all. And it sounds like we're going to get a lot of Nintendo Direct-style press conferences. Yeah, a lot of so. yep, pre-filmed stuff that's out there. 
Maybe we won't get the as cringy of jokes and statements this year. Oh, no, I hope not. Um, I hope not. But yeah, this could be to turn this into a positive light. This could be the thing that drives these companies to separate their press conferences from the E3 um, event and really have something for the consumers and something else. Like, like I, I'd be perfectly fine if E3 went back to not being streamed and it was just the trade show that it used to be. And these companies came out with their own events. I mean, around the same time, right? Sure. Like this, like do a direct thing because I get it. They want to show off what the, the new stuff they have. It's for the investors. They want people investing in the company. Yep. Um, but we as consumers have turned those video shows into, oh, why is, why is this not as fun as it could be? Right. Because we think it's for us, but it's, I, th- I think, I think that's one of the issues is it's not directly stated. Like it's for the investors. We know it is, but. Right. Um, they should, yeah, they should almost have, they could still have their in, investor press conferences there and have a separate thing for the viewers at home that say, hey, this is what we're bringing this year. Right. It could be more entertaining. I would be perfectly fine. So taking your statement as well. So realistically speaking, those E3 press conferences, while for investors mainly, they are separate from E3 standard. They take place a day a day or a day and or two before oh, for, yes. the actual trade show opens. Yes. But I get what you're saying because why not have why not have instead of those press conferences be streamed, have that behind closed doors in your theater or whatever you want to do, and then have a direct style where, hey, announcement after announcement after announcement, no really talking in between. Just get on with it. Yeah. Right? I'd be fine with that if they wanted to do something like that. Like, it seems like we're going to get this year. Uh, yeah, according to what's been happening. Um, so let's jump on chat here because obviously people have been talking about some items so lord relay states hopefully this means xbox series x and halo infinite news sooner but they can't announce anything while this hysteria is ongoing um so here's here's the thing for me i've said it before and i'm going to say it again and i also don't want to get political on this show because i'm a moron okay i'm not (laughs) i'm not going to point views i'm not going to do anything like that i'm going to say this we said it before I'm not an expert on any of this. I've never said I was. I just want to hit that point home that I'm not an expert. What I'm going to say is part of me thinks that we're not through the thick of it yet. Like it's it, To me, it sounds like it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I don't mean that to scare anybody. I just think like there's going to be more and more cases coming out. I, I don't think we've hit the peak yet. I just don't. And the other thing is, is that I don't think anything would be announced sooner than when it was initially scheduled to be announced. Part of me thinks that they're going to keep, based off of E3's statement, where they said, hey, we're trying to make something that will be a digital experience in June. So they want to keep around that same E3 schedule that has always existed, um, but now just make it digital instead, which makes me wonder. Is E3 or the ESA, are they working with these other publishers? Are they working with Microsoft, Ubisoft, EA, stuff like that, 
Because EA always did their EA Play event always before, like the weekend before E3 proper was going to kick off too. Yep. So I wonder if they're working with them to be like, hey, you guys create your direct style presentations and then we have them during E3 proper. Like we just have them all scheduled like you would normally have your press conferences scheduled. They don't overlap one another like they normally wouldn't overlap one another. And it's like, it's to... I'm not, not necessarily business as usual, but to cause a less amount of stagnation, I guess you could say. You know what you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So instead of having E3 proper, instead of having the trade show floor and all that, during those three days, you have your press conferences as a digital direct style format. So I don't know. That's that's what yeah. That's what I'd like. Because Publisher, these these major companies could take this uh, could take this chance to, well, now that we don't have to have it here, mm-hmm. we could take that time, reassess the situation. Do we want to have it now, or do we want to maybe do it a month after? Do we want to maybe do it in August? So on and so forth. You know, it all depends on what's going to generate the most kind of buzz around their games mm-hmm. when these games are coming out. They, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you could look at it as maybe they decide to go jab for jab and everyone releases around the same time because the companies want to see where their games are landing. Right. Right. You know, is Halo Infinite going to be as um, popular as they want it to be? Is it going to draw in more more crowds than they than the whatever Sony's putting out? Right. We'll see. So they also came out, there was an analyst that came out from Forbes. Um, I don't have the article in front of me, so I apologize, but I'll, I'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. Um, there was a, there's an analyst at Forbes that was talking about how he or she believes that because of the coronavirus, that the Xbox Series X and the PS5 could be delayed as well. Now, obviously, with this global pandemic that is happening, these consoles are produced in manufacturing plants. Mm-hmm people work in those manufacturing plants. Probably a lot of people work in those manufacturing plants. What if they have to shut things down? What if they have to slow things down? It could potentially lead to something like that. I'm not saying the person's spitting facts or anything like that. It's just something that could happen. That's what the opinion piece is about. And then uh, Vobble Wobble states may not be able to get games out on schedule depending on my work from home policies and abilities. Again, absolutely. That, that ties into the, that can also tie into the, Console's not releasing on time either, so on and so forth. It's, remember when I went on a tangent and I said the person saying that Halo Infinite's going to get delayed is a moron? Well, now it. Well, I stand by what I said because this wasn't a thing at that time. With this being a thing, and like I said, I truly believe that we haven't hit the peak of what this thing is capable of yet like the amount of cases that are going to come out, the potential amount of deaths, so on and so forth. And again, this isn't meant to instill fear. This is just my thought on it. And I also don't think we've heard everything about it yet either. Something, I have a feeling in the back of my mind that's like information's being withheld. Hmm. That's what I think. Again, I'm not going to get political on the show. And it's, so yeah, I, at this point in time, it could be delayed. At this point in time, since all these traditional sports have been postponed or events have been canceled, all all that, 
I am now firmly in the mindset that anything can happen. I, I truly believe that anything can happen now. It's weird. It's weird. What do you think, Will? I mean, with... Yes, if there are work-from-home mandates, they, they don't want large groups together. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're separated far enough in an office, you're keeping your space clean, I don't see why people could, couldn't continue to work. Sure. Because it's a safety thing um, where, like, I, I get, like large conferences um, are being canceled because you're in close, close proximity with a lot of other people, but... Yeah, NBA gets postponed because everyone's touching each other. Yep. Yeah. The fans are crowded in. Absolutely. Same thing, arenas. They yep. want to avoid that crowdedness. Yes. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it can affect anyone anywhere really at this point. So okay. we'll see what happens. We will have to wait and see. I am hopeful though. Um, but you know what? You're right. Turning this into kind of a positive here as much as it can be. I really do hope we don't get any of the fluff in these shows that are going to come out. I hope it's just announcement after announcement. We have to deal with any of the bullshit in between. Yeah. That's what I'll say. I'm really hopeful. Um, Justin states, I'd love a two times a year announcements from each console. That'd be cool. Kind of like a mid-year announcement. Like, hey, here's what we've been up to. They can do a, a, you know, their E3 announcement and then another one in the uh, winter season. Right. I mean, what? We have Nintendo will hold miscellaneous directs throughout the year, not necessarily tied to multiple things, but like they'll have a Pokemon direct. They had an animal crossing direct. They'll have a smash direct. And then they'll have a direct that encompasses everything that they've been working on for like the future. Right. And that's usually during the E3 time. Um, and then PlayStation has their state of play where they recently started doing that last year, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. And yeah, so they'll, it's literally a direct style format for PlayStation where they'll do their small announcements and they'll, they may have a couple of those or two or three of those throughout the year. Um, I don't see why other companies couldn't do the same thing. Ubisoft, maybe not because they're one company working on, they are working on a good amount of games. Don't get me wrong, but Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, the three majors. Yeah. I think they could definitely do something throughout like multiple ones throughout the year. I don't see why not. Um, all right. Anything else you want to say about the E3 shenanigans before we move on? No, I'm good. All right. Good. And that's it for the reflection corner. No need for wind chimes again, Will. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. It's okay. I won't make you go through that again. It's time for some regular news. So we have one singular news story here, but it's actually a pretty big one. We have the MCC development and flighting update. This is by Postums. So, the Halo Combat Evolved PC release and Xbox update. Last week, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary joined the ranks on PC for both Steam and the Microsoft Store. In case you missed it, there's an entire blog relating to Halo CEA's launch that can be found at the link they provide in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. We have watched, read, and witnessed many people's excitement to get in on the action for the first time or relive memories of the past. Whichever, whichever camp you are from, it's something I'm happy to be a part of. Right now, the team is hard at work reviewing feedback and poring over the support tickets that players have uh, filed from both flighting and its retail release. The team is currently working on an update for Halo CEA and Halo Reach for previously discussed known issues. Though we don't have a date for that update, just just quite yet to share, it is in the works. For those that are unsure about where to go to find our patch notes, known issues, and relevant technical documentation for players, I have the place for you. By navigating to the Halo support website, which again is linked in there. 
You can find these knowledge-based articles commonly referenced to as KBAs by using keywords in the center of the page's search bar. Some articles, which we believe will help you the most, will be even pinned near the bottom of the page. This is the place where we go to learn about what's in the world of updates, known issues, and everything support-related. Last week wasn't only just a PC release. Xbox players also received an update to Halo the Master Chief Collection. Since its update, we have heard a lot of positives relating to quality of life improvements and seen reports that some areas have regressed. We have heard feedback relating to performance issues across several games within MCC and are actively investigating the matter. If you are experiencing any performance issues on Xbox, please make sure to head over to the Halo support site and submit a ticket to help us narrow down the root cause. The more information we have, the better we can understand the problem. Do you want me just to give you the root cause of the issue right now, and if you can't figure this out, I can't fucking believe you? Old hardware. Will, we're going to talk about it in, yes. in Will's Adventures. Don't yes, worry about we'll that. There. Yeah, but if you want the root cause of performance issues on the Xbox version of, M of MCC, it's old hardware. There's your answer. As many have come to learn over the past several years with MCC, we are eager to continue working with the community and identifying ways we can improve our process. The entire studio is dedicated to having a player-first mentality. We have, a, we have a dedicated team that reviews them and shares issues directly with our developers. Part of this from our side involves regular updates to our KBAs on the Halo Sports site. But, what we can't, but we can't do our best work if you don't help stay informed. So, in order to make sure the team can focus on identifying new reports, please make sure to find out if an issue is on the known issues list prior to submitting a ticket. We will continue to learn, we will continue to listen and make our best efforts to react to hot topics within the community. If you are reviewing the Halo support site because you are experiencing a technical issue but can't find information, don't hesitate to submit a ticket. We appreciate your time and in doing so, it helps us to inform, it helps to inform us of any problems you are encountering that we may not be aware of. Though we may not act on each individual issue, we will prioritize them and work to account for many in future updates and releases. Speaking of future updates and releases, let's take a look at our next set of flights for MCC. Future flights. Many of you already know this, but Halo 2 and Halo 2 Anniversary are now on deck for the next release to PC. With that in mind, the team is heads down on creating the spec for the next series of PC flights. We're currently planning for our next flight to include content for Halo 2, Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo Reaches Forge, and Halo Reaches Theater for PC, and potentially some Halo Reach audio fixes. These fixes are still in progress, so currently they may or may not come in our next series of flights. As a reminder, flighting is a way for us to get early access builds out to our Halo insiders before they reach the public. Often things are rough around the, re the edges and truly represent a work in progress. Building these games is a process and things can change. All the content listed above may change and so may the timing, but if all goes well, we are targeting our next public flight for the end of March. If we remember back to earlier this year, we aimed to start flighting in January, but it ended up rolling into February when those kicked off. Please be patient, as we want to get these things out as quickly as possible, but in development, things happen. Keep your eyes on this thread every week, and we'll do our best to provide the details of exactly what is coming and when. But before you can flight, have you heard of the Halo Insider program? Oh, gosh. And then also within the rest of the article, they talk about how you can sign up for the Halo Insider program and all that, but we're not going to talk about that because we already have done that multiple times. So, Halo 2, Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo Reaches Forge, and Theater. Yep. Potentially are all going to be in this next upcoming flight, potentially scheduled for the end of this month, in which we are 15 days away. 
We're already halfway through the month of March. Can you believe that? It's going fast. It is. It's going fast indeed. And Will, that's it for the regular news. It's time for Will's Adventures Within the Sorry, my nose is a little bit runny. I apologize. All right. Well, what you play this week? Um, well, still playing Tarkov. Kind of rolled back on it a little bit this week. Okay. Not as much. Um, they introduced a new update. Okay. So now you can become over-encumbered if you're carrying too much stuff. I'm actually kind of surprised that wasn't a thing before. It was. So keep in mind, Tarkov's still in beta. It was right. initially supposed to be in the game. Okay. And what they're doing is basically... I don't, which this game blows my mind. It's been out for two years. I bought the game in 2018. Yes. They're now just like, there's been a weight that symbol in the, in the corner of your character the whole time. They're not just now like they're activating these different things ah. as they go on. So now there's, um, I believe you can carry up to 70 kilograms before you become over encumbered. Okay. Um, you then start to lose speed with walking, running. Um, you use more stamina to move. Okay. Um, you're, they basically turn down your sensitivity, so your eight, your moving around is harder. Um, I mean, it's they they want it to be it's like almost simulation, you know. Absolutely, they want it to be realistic. Yes, they also uh, separated your arm stamina from your leg stamina. So if you ADS a heavy gun for a long time, your arm stamina runs out. You gotta you gotta take your gun down. Huh. Um, Didn't even think about that. That's all right. They also um, so another. Um, reason they did that is because there was times where you could be running to get to cover or something, but then you can't ADS because it was using one stamina bar. So they wanted to keep that separate. If you're running, yes, your leg stamina can run out, but you can also, you could pop, bring your gun up with your arms, you know? Right. So it's kind of, kind of cool that they did that. It is cool. And then uh, there's something else they added. I'm trying to think. Um, just different Oh, if you, uh, that's it. If you keep running out of stif- stamina, if you keep your stamina low, mm-hmm. um, you get another debuff where you have trouble recovering stamina because you're consistently running yourself low. Right. Um, they also created, if you prone out and you try to stand back up, it uses stamina because you're essentially pushing yourself off the ground using your arms and legs. So they really went like really in depth with this. They did. That's, um, that's cool. I mean, if because they are trying to get the point of realism down, so like yes. that's that's really cool. I didn't. Has any other game done that before? I don't know. I don't think I've seen a separate leg and arm stamina. Stamina. Bar. That's cool. That's um, really cool. A lot. Of course, a lot of the streamers aren't happy with these changes because now they can't go into raids and come out with ginormous amount of gear. Sure. But it's part of the realism that they wanted to capture from the beginning. It sounds yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like it was never the intention of the game. Yes, for that to happen in the first place. Mm-hmm. So and then awesome. they they also um, they added a few new items. Okay, uh, different styles of armors and um, when you upgrade when you rank up your character through getting XP, you can unlock different clothes your character can wear. Sweet, which, yeah. Who I mean, woo. Yep. So there's a couple new patterns which sure. I don't really care about because I'm not there. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's what's new on the Tarkov front. Awesome. Um, I'm not that good where I come out with that much loot, so I never have been over encumbered. Okay. Um, I have noticed, like, 
I, I do like the change with the stamina bar. That's pretty cool. Yeah, something different. Um, I did play Modern Warfare. Played some Warzone. Nice. Um, I think the closest I got was second. Um, it's tough. Are you liking it so far? Uh, kinda. Okay. So Brian just joined the chat as well. What's up, Brian? Welcome. And uh, during the community play date, I believe you said, Brian, that you are not a huge fan of Warzone as well. Yeah. What about it is meh? What what about it to you? Because I haven't played it yet. I you asked me if I was down to play it. I haven't even installed it yet. No, right. So I apologize. But what what about it to you is on the meh front? Um It bugs me that like say you have an AR. Okay. Even an M4. Yep. It takes sometimes a full magazine to down someone if they have full armor. If you're being pushed two on one, you're most likely not going to win a fight. Okay. If it's close range. Like if you can snipe someone and then turn on the other person to take them out, sure. But um I don't know. There the uh, there's points of it and then the fact that players keep getting reintroduced. Um we got to the final circle that that game we got second and there were still like eight to ten people alive. Yeah, that's the thing I've been and noticing it's, too. It's hectic. It's yeah. way too hectic. You can't you can't strategize. It doesn't it feels like there's too many variables out of your control. Okay. It doesn't feel like most BRs, other BRs, feel really competitive. This just feels like, well, you get what you get. It kind of sucks. You can get money and you can strategize to be in a better position. Um you can buy you know, you can buy the upgrades, the cluster strikes, the whatnots. Yeah, you can buy your kill streaks. Kill streaks. Yeah. Um you can buy your players back. It's all like it's all cool ideas, but I feel like it's it's just all shoved in there and it doesn't feel cohesive. It doesn't feel like a good experience. Okay. Uh, Brian replied with, I don't love it. I think it feels a lot like random mechanics put together. There you okay. go. Uh, custom loadouts are kind of ruining the BR experience too. Agreed. So, and then he also states, yeah. Uh, so Lord Relay replied, Snipedown says movement in COD Warzone sucks. And then Brian replied with, yeah, the movement is brutal, especially if you're coming from Apex. Going back on the loadout thing. Mm-hmm. So there are buy stations, correct? Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but if you have enough money, which you can earn through like opening up ch- uh, like crates and just finding it as like normal loot around the map. Yep. You can use that. And it's like one of the most expensive things is what I've seen, but you can buy one of your custom loadouts for multiplayer. Yep. Well, you can buy a loadout drop and all your whole squad gets it. Your whole squad gets it. Yes. Whoa. So, so you all can choose your own custom loadout. Okay. Then, that's a lot. And then you get, you get your perks so you can get oh, your cold blooded, your, your whatever. Um, whatever's How? allowed in Warzone. So Brian replied, the price needs to be especially tripled, essentially tripled, LOL. It's easy to get your loadout. So that's, that was going to be my question. Like how, how quickly would you say it takes to earn the amount of money necessary oh, to buy a custom loadout? I've, I've dropped, um, there was one game I dropped in a, like kind of a hotter zone. Um, and I just ran around, I opened a few, uh, crates. And now the thing is, is you have three teammates. Yeah. Um, you can find stacks of $1,200 on the ground. The crate costs six grand. So if you all find some money, some like just a couple decent loot spots, I've gotten my loadout first circle. Like first, like first buy station we find right there, loadout. And then Brian also replied with, our squad pools our money together so we can get them within eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. You can. I did not know you could pull your money together. Yeah, so if you get money, you can just drop it on the ground. Your one teammate picks it up and then you buy the station. So they treat it like an item. Yes. Basic. Yep. Wow. Woo. That's 
that seems not balanced to me in it's, the slightest. It, it it's it's almost it's like like a casual battle royale. Uh, it's definitely what it sounds like because if you have it's a loadout that has a thermal sniper on it, oh yeah, that's what I do. That's what like I do. that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you have that, you're just at an immediate advantage, and you oh. didn't have to find that gun at all. Nope, it's just you have it. Oh my god, uh, Brian states it needs some work, but I think it'll be better in a month or two. It'll uh, I'll probably not play until then. Okay, valid. So yeah, the whole match is snipers by like third circle. Oh, yes, no, that's what it feels like. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Well, then maybe I'll just wait a month or two. Huh. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll I'll, I'll be pay- we'll be paying attention to the updates that are coming out for it, so on and so forth. And maybe they just need to make that. snipe ammo very rare on the map. Ooh. Or, like Brian said, make things just cost a shit ton more. Yes. The, the, the fact that you can pull your money together, that's like, yeah, that's crazy to me. I feel like that should be separated. It shouldn't be treated like a natural item that you can drop. It should just be tied to you specifically. That's well, it has it. to be because if you die, someone else can pick up your items. Oh, sure. But maybe there, maybe there could be something where if you die, then you drop it. Like You just sure. can't drop it naturally. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, like you can't drop your weapons. In this game mode, you have to find another weapon to pick up before you can drop a weapon you have. Really? Yes. Huh. You're right. It seems like a lot of weird things that are just mashed together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, yeah, besides those two games, I played MCC for the community playdate. Yes, we barring did. Barring a 60-gig update on the console. That was not fun. Um. But, no, the it was it was such a fun time just because of the chat. Everyone yeah. was hilarious, having a good time. Fun. Um. We got into, uh, what map was that on where, where we kept running into each other? I was like, oh, no, 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 go ahead. And then we did, like, the freaking warthog comes around the corner and splatters us. Oh. It might have been Rat's Nest. Yes, Rat's Nest. Rat's, rats Nest in Halo 3. Was rats Nest. That yeah. was great. Yep. That was great. And then uh, was it boarding action in Halo 1 where, uh, Brian, you remember, right? We basically figured out that I can play Shaggy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. Yeah, sure. No. Absolutely not. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you played it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and then I played some Halo 5. You did play some Halo 5. Uh, yesterday, I'm I'm at the point where, like, I, I don't know what game to play. Games sure. Are, games are getting a little stale for me right now. Doom next week, baby. I've never been a Doom fan. I'm Animal sorry. Animal Crossing next week, Ooh. baby. Animal Crossing. Um, and Doom, baby. <laughs> Go so, ahead, I'm but sorry. Yeah, I played Halo 5. I jumped into the uh, Extermination Breakout playlist. That's Ooh. there now. Uh, I haven't lost a single match yet. That's with shotguns, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that can go away. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, like like original Breakout. It can, yeah, yeah, original Breakout. That's what they should bring back. If it was AR, I would be a lot happier. Because there was times where, like, there was a couple... There was the last game I played where I was... About to five someone across the map. I got yeah. the first four shots. I had that. Now he was going into cover. I had my pistol lined up. All of a sudden, his teammate just comes around the corner with the shotgun and one taps me. I'm like, okay, thanks. You That took no skill for you at all besides yep. just pushing without whatever. Um, but, yeah, we I won all three games I played in. Nice. Um, there was one map where I literally just flew at the flag every map and brought it back. And then I would sit there while my teammates got the kills because... If, if, it, if it came down to it where we were at a disadvantage, I'd cap it. But otherwise, I would just sit at our base with the flag while our teammates got the kills and got the points, and then GG's. Wow. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, the other team just wasn't paying attention to the flag at all. Sure. So, made it easy. No one really does. It's kind of, 
Unless they're at a kill disadvantage, then they will. Yes. I made it a priority, and it was made the game... Because then they had to push. Yep. They had to come out of cover. Yep. Yep. But if only you had to bring it to... The other side. Yeah. Then it would be difficult. Yep. Yep, it's a... I think the point, the point, though, is if you did have to bring it to the other side, then you do have to slay out no matter what. Yep. So why, why have the flag then? See, I could see it where they just have... Maybe you just make it like a CTF environment where there's... It, make it multi-flag. Oh, So yeah. one flag on each side. Yeah. And then you could either win the round by killing everybody on the enemy team or grabbing the flag and running it back. Because so then you we, have to go further. Why wouldn't we just play CTF in Arena? But uh, single life round based. Oh yeah, very yeah, true. That's very true. that was the whole point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel see. me? I see. Yeah, or, it would just make it more of a. Oh, or, if I could sneaky get in there. Grab or it, what right? if, what what if you had what if it was like S and D and you had a flag in your base and you had to bring it to their base. So let's make it a bomb then. Make it a bomb. So in other words, just make S and D. Let's just make S and D. Got it. Cool. Awesome. That might be That's, fun. That, I mean, we <laughs> talked about that too. So I. I mean, it might. Like, yeah, some sort of game mode like that where it could, it could be fun oh my god but yeah that's those are the only four games i played um I, I don't i don't know games are feeling stale for me i need something i've never played an animal crossing game maybe i should buy this one it it looks very very interesting and fun i'll say okay yeah just, what is the point of an Animal Crossing game? I've never looked into them. I've heard people talk about them. It's it's like a, it's a simulation. It's a cutesy simulation game where originally it was about like talking to townsfolk, uh, doing some mundane duties, and basically furnishing your house. Okay. Yeah. And then they got to a point where they added online connectivity so you could visit other people's, like you could visit your friends' houses, their worlds, so on and so forth. And now they're getting to a point because like what, Stardew Valley came out, uh, all of these semi-cutesy, but a little bit more in-depth games have continually come out. So they're they're taking aspects from these different games that have released over the years because it's been a long time since the last Animal Crossing has come out. And... They're taking these aspects, putting it into, into the Animal Crossing world. Um, and yeah, people have been fucking losing their minds. <laughs> like, you can build a ladder now. A ladder? Yeah, they, it used to not be a thing, Will. So this oh. is a big fucking deal. Okay. You can build roads. Yup, you couldn't build roads before. You can build roads now. It's a big fucking deal, Will. Oh, wow. But no, it's, it, it's, it is a very, it is like the beginner's sim game. And... But it's it's, I don't mean to I don't mean for to use the word cutesy in a diminutive like sense of the word. It's a very. It's fun. Okay. It's it's just pure fun. It's it's not they're not mundane tasks for the feeling this for the sake of feeling mundane. Like there's, you can always be doing something you and, you may get something in return. It's, it's just fun. Okay. It's just a fun you can you can tune away from the rest of the world. You can go in, you can you can talk to some cool townsfolk, you can furnish your home, you can help better the community as well. Yeah. Just a fun video game. Okay. Yeah. Fair so enough. I'd say I'd say look into it. All right. Well, what did you end up playing for the week, sir? I played a couple games. I played MCC as well in the community play date. It was a fun time. I had a I had a fucking blast. 
Uh, you were like yelling over here. Oh yeah, I shouted at Scott a lot. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, um, that uh, that last CTF game we played, the Halo one. Oh my god! So Justin got in a warthog, and I hopped in, and yeah. I thought it was like the normal turret warthog, warthog, but it was like a rocket hog or something. It had like a a blast on yeah. it. And I just meant to like one tap our teammate as we drove by. I freaking I betrayed him like right off the bat. I felt so bad. One of the randos we had. Like, oh, oops. Great job, Will. Yep. You're such a great teammate. Uh, yep. But no, the community played it was a lot of fun. Um Yeah. I had a lot of laughs. My voice kind of hurt towards the end of it. <laughs> it was a fun time though. We the fact we came back on that uh that Halo 2 classic map. Oh yeah, I, t- I told you I uh, just sat in the corner because I kept dying over and over again. No, it's it's fine, it's perfectly fine. But like it was, we were down by I think over ten kills or something like that, and yeah. we we were able to come back and take the win. It was a very close game at the end. That was great though. It was really fun. Um, it was just a lot of fun games in general, and it's funny because we were always talking about how we could never get a game of Halo Four. First game we played for the play date was a Halo Four game. Nice. It was the only one I think we played the whole day. But it was great. No, I was in a... We played a second one. Did I, we? I played one because we did. That okay. We did. I'm going to take your word for it because... I remember getting ordinances. Oh, yeah. We steamrolled as usual. Yeah. I stole a lot of people's kills over the over the night. That's what you do. Yep. So it, it wouldn't be a game of Halo if I didn't steal <laughs> anybody else's kills. So I stole I that camo that. from you on uh You're a piece Rathnet. of shit, too. I, <laughs> I saw it pop up. We're on Rat's Nest in Halo 3. I see the camel pop up. I'm on the upper bridge, uh, right in the middle of the map. I drop down, and Will's fucking right there. And he grabs it in front of me. like, son of a bitch. You called it out, too. You're like, ooh, camel's up. And I'm like, I'm on my way. (laughs) Just grabbing, like, no. And that's why I stopped you. Like, that's why we're running into each other. I was stopping you. He was like, no, you don't get to pass me. Um (laughs) No, that was all. Awesome. That uh, game was great. That was so fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. So, if you're interested in joining the community playdate every Friday, 7 p.m. Uh, Central, join it up. We we do a mixture of MCC and Halo Five. Um, so depending upon playlists that are out, so on and so forth. Join that if you want to. And then I also played Ori in the Blind Forest. So Ori and the Will of the Wisps came out. I've never played the first one, so that's what I'm currently doing, playing through Ori in the Blind Forest. It's fun so far. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, the other thing I want to say, hinting at like the performance issues that were talked about earlier, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So we were playing a lot of BTB because of the party size that we had. And nearly every game, I think maybe except Halo 3. Were you getting on at Halo 3 at all? I didn't get no, on Halo 3. No. But like, um, Halo 2 Anniversary... Halo, f- we didn't get a Halo 4 BTB map, did we? We did not. We got we got H1, H2, and H2A. Okay. Oh, no, we did get one Halo 4. As BTB? Yeah, we did, because uh, that was where we started complaining about it a lot. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that now. Yep. So, we're pl- uh, you were playing on your Halo 5 Xbox One. Yes. Correct? Okay, so that is an original model. Of the Xbox One. In the studio here, I'm uh, I'm playing on an Xbox One S, and then Brian, among others in the group, are playing on an Xbox One X. We 
you and I were having performance issues on bigger maps where there were there was consistent frame stuttering all the time. Brian and others who were playing on an X did not at all. So that's concerning to me that it's not properly optimized, but yeah, it was just fucking frustrating. Now that I know what the problem is. Um that's all I played though. I played a couple games. That was it. But next week, man, or this week, technically speaking. Oh, Doom on Friday. I cannot wait. The new, the launch trailer for Doom Eternal, if you have not watched it, folks. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I cannot <laughs> wait for that video game. I cannot wait for that video game. It's going to be so good. And then if you're in the, if you're interested in, um, if you're just in that Animal Crossing, also comes out on Friday as well. Let's get in on some of that multiplayer, Josh, says uh, Brian. Dude, I'd be... Fuck it, I'm down. Are you playing on PC, PC though? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I liked the multiplayer a lot in, the, in Doom 2016, so I'm very, I'm so I'm so excited for this game. And then uh, Lord Relay states, let's talk about that snipe down lethal fusion pick Moses tweeted. Uh, it, there's nothing really to talk about. It's just fucking weird. He took, he took lethal... And then snipe down. And he says like the perfect Halo player doesn't exist. And then oh, dot yeah. dot dot. Yes, and then I it's did see that. Together, right? I did yeah. see that. So, oh, th- the bags under Lethal's eyes. Oh my god! It looks like the dude just doesn't sleep. It's crazy. Playing uh, Halo too much. Yes, he's, he's obviously playing Halo too much. Um, and then Silo states if MPC if MCC gives you performance issues, I feel like Doom might be tough. Oh yeah, yeah, we're playing on PC. I don't. It's not a big deal at all. Um. Oh, Brian says, Womp Womp, I bought for Xbox. Son of a bitch. No, I pre-ordered on Steam, so I'm sorry. We're not, I guess we're not playing together, Brian. Womp Womp, indeed. That's okay. Uh, I The Xbox One X, well, according to id, they are, they are going to be hitting 60 FPS on every console, regardless of what console it is. It's just going to be different resolutions and then different scalings. So regardless of what console you're playing on, Doom Eternal should be at a set 60 FPS regardless. So there's that. Um, Will, it's time for some shout outs. First up, shout out to everyone who joined in the community. Played it uh, this past week. It was awesome. We had a full uh, party going into BTB. It was an f- awesome experience. And then shout out to all, I just want to say this, shout out to all the companies and organizations who are putting the health of people basically before everything else. So some are waiting longer than others, but the fact of the matter is there is a lot of, there's a lot of logistics behind this. There's a lot of potential money that's being lost by companies. This is a very, it's a very weird time that we are living in right now. This is something the United States is something the world hasn't seen for a very long time. So there are a lot of changes that are going to be taking place since the name of this stream, the world is changing, right? So there's, yeah, just shout out to all the companies and organizations that are putting the health first, letting people work from home if they are allowed to, trying to put safety precautions in place, all that fun stuff. So that's all I'll say. That's it for the shout outs. It's time for the community creations. We have Halo memes every day. Yeah. So if you're feeling a little bit down, go check out reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Check those out. We have the Halo Community Spotlight. This is over on HaloWaypoint.com. You can check that out. We have five questions with Scud Puddle. This is by uh, Satis Jackson. It's a little blog post that Satis Jackson did. 
And Scud Puddle is a member of this community. It was a great five questions that were asked as well. Go ahead and check that out. And then we have Clips of the Week number 45. This is by High Tech Redneck. It'll be in the Google Doc of the show and to the show when she releases that video on Monday, so tomorrow. That is that. Oh, Lord Relay, is that actually a Lord of the Rings reference that I didn't even notice? Yeah. It's funny because we're watching through them again, so. You know. Part one of the two towers is slow as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the worst one so far. I mean, it's pretty slow. All it is is walking and talking. In well, part one of the two towers. Some shoes would have been nice. Sorry. God damn it. Brian says all those movies are slow as fuck. So for those who don't know, I think I've said this multiple times, but for those who don't know, I grew up not caring for Lord of the Rings at all. I just didn't. You you are a fan of Lord of the Rings, correct? I'm fine with them, yeah. Okay. So I grew up not caring about them. Then my wife is a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Uh, she watched them with her dad all the time. And so I every Thursday we do a movie night together. And we decided that we're going to do the Lord of the Rings. We're going to do extended um, because now I'm going to take the time. I'm going to fully, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm going to watch the movies, fully try to engross myself in it, pay attention as much as I can. So since the extended Blu-rays are split up in parts, each movie has two parts. They're about two hours a piece. Um, just this past Thursday, we watched the first disc of the two towers I've, I figured out that they stop at pretty good points, so I'm not really missing anything. Nothing stopped halfway through. It's like, oh, my God, jump cut. No, it's none of that. So we're good there. Also, what's up, Midwest Esports? Welcome as well. Um, And then Brian states whispers. They're just not very good. Uh-oh. Yeah, Brian, we are watching the extendeds. Dave will be back. All right, sounds good, Dave. But so we watched through Fellowship. After watching it and fully paying attention, there were a lot of like action parts that I didn't know, like I forgot were there. So mm-hmm. I thought fellowship was actually pretty damn good. I liked it overall. The two towers, what I thought was going to start as like a, a recap of fellowship because you see Gandalf like falling down with the, uh, with that demon. Yes. Right. But no, it actually, that's how the movie opens because then you actually see the fight take place between them. I'm like, Oh, that's actually really cool too. And then, basically, as soon as that scene was over, uh, it was walking and talking, running and talking, trees with talking, and snippy Sam, moody Frodo, and douchey Gollum. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just what like, the first half of that movie is. There's not... I don't know, it just wasn't exciting at all. No, no, except for the very beginning. And I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome that they lead, that they just lead right into it. That's really cool. But no, everything else in that first half of that movie is just so, so, so slow. Um, but yeah, I am genuinely excited to finish the two towers because I think the second half is going to be so much better. Now that we've got, I feel like, I feel like we've gotten all of that other stuff out of the way. And so I feel like now we're at the gate of Mordor where like they're going to take this hidden path that Gollum knew about. Can I, you know what? Can I just say this? 
Gollum, in my mind, says the dumbest line I've ever heard in a movie. You ready for this? Uh-oh. When they're at the gate of Mordor, right? Sorry, this is not gaming related at all. I apologize, but bear with me. We're at the end of the show anyway. Uh, Gollum, when they're at the gate of Mordor, they reach the gate and they see this army go in and they're like, well, we're not fucking getting in there. How are we going to do this? Frodo's like, nah, man, I got this. I'm going in. They start going and then Gollum pulls him back. He's like, no, don't go. I know another way. And then they both look at him and they're like, dude, why did you lead with that? What are you doing? What? And I'm thinking to myself, I thought the same thing that they were just saying to him. And then, and then he says, so this isn't word for word, but this is basically what he says. So, uh, it's a, (laughs) it's a path that leads to stairs that leads to a tunnel. And I'm like, okay, dude, who cares? Let's go. I don't need to hear what this is. Just let's go to it and not stand here because they see us. <sighs> Just wait. Does it get worse? No, no. Okay, good. Also, uh, the potatoes scene is in the first half of Two Towers. That was funny. I remembered that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> oh, this will go nice with some taters. Then golf comes up. Taters? What are taters? Oh, oh my God. Okay. Jesus Christ. You know, potatoes. What is it? Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew or something yes, like that? Yes. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and then the, the fish and golf's fucking pissed off that he could eat it raw. Yeah. Like, dude, you need to call the fuck though. Uh, heavy rainfall, Dave, welcome. He says, just wait. I'm like, all right, I'll yeah. wait. I really do. I do think it's going to get better. Yeah, my, I really do. So my favorite out of the, that first trilogy is three, one, and then two. Okay. So two is my least favorite. So Return of the King is just like I, hands I down amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did win like every fucking Oscar under the books. I mean, so. under the sky. So, yep. Okay. I'm excited. Like I said. I think that I think that the the worst is out of it. I think we're done with all that. Yes, I know that that Frodo is going to get a lot more moody because like on his way up uh the mountain to I mean the volcano. Like I get that. I completely understand. But yeah. I'm genuinely in, excited to get through the rest of it. Will. Yeah. With my Lord of the Rings bullshit out of the way. Please plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HDS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a reel. Let others know about the show. You can join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Link will be provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. You can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company at HaloWaypoint.com. Just check that out. Search for HDS Pro Talk. Uh, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Esportspedia, and we have our own website in the works. All links will be provided in that Google Doc within the show notes on the show. You can do exclamation point show notes in chat to get a link straight to the show notes. You can. Josh, tell the fine people at home what we have on the next episode. On the next episode, well, hopefully, I'm not going to set in stone, but we're going to hopefully have a new topic. We're going to have the Tourney Time St. Swatty's Halo 5 2v2 results and the Europa Halo Halo 5 double series qualifier number one results. 
Awesome. So we're going to talk about all that. Maybe we'll have some more coronavirus news to talk about as well. We will find out. Shane, thank you very much. Another fire episode. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Also, uh, let's give a shout out to our uh, the followers who followed this stream. We have Savic Slayer. So Shane, thank you. Vobble Wobble, Trevor, thank you. And Heavy Rainfall, Dave, thank you very much as well. You guys are fantastic. All incredible people. Thank yes. you very much. Yes. Um, so we're going to close out the recording of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. This has been episode 118 of HCS Pro Talk. We'll be back next week where we're going to talk about hopefully some happiness within the space and probably some more Lord of the Rings bullshit. So stay tuned for that. But until then, bye bye